Yeah, it might be all laughs this morning. Here is he um, for breakfast, but come Saturday night, myself and you won't be talking as the Red and Blacks take on my beloved Blues down there in Otatahi Christchurch. With the two teams standing only one point apart on the table, there's plenty at stake for arguably the biggest rivalry in Super Rugby history. Blues assistant coach Daniel Halangahu joins us this morning to talk about the preparations for this week's Game of the Round. Morena, Daniel, how are you this morning? Yeah, morning, Ken. Be really well. Really excited for this game. Um, yeah. I'm really happy to be talking to you. Not so happy to be talking to Izzy. <laughs> That's okay. Come on, like, mate. I like that. I like your honesty. That's what you want from an assistant coach. You want it right between the eyes. <laughs> How's the preparation going, mate? You know, look, it doesn't get any bigger than this, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, look, it's yeah, it is a huge, exciting game. We, we know how much is on this game, um, and yeah, the preparation. Had a week of training in the mud, training in uh, you know, a foot of water, but uh, you know, and I see the forecast down for Christchurch is nice and cold and dry and, and no wind, so hasn't been the ideal prep, but you know, I think the boys, you know, it doesn't really matter what happened this week, they all get up for it and they'll just be frothing in the mouth come Saturday night. Per- perfect preparation, Daniel, perfect preparation when you come down to the cauldron, mate, but you'll take a lot of confidence knowing what you were able to achieve last year for the first time in so long. Have you been just um, kind of you know, relishing off that and, and using that as motivation? Well, it's not really hard to get motivated for this this game, mate, so everyone's chomping at the bit. Yeah, definitely, and I think there is, look, there's probably confidence, I think is one thing we took out of, of last year is that you know, it was one of the places, it was sort of the last place we needed to go as a team and win a game. We had this group and, and had success. So now we know we've done that, we need to go and back it up. And look, it's really important. We see that, you know, in the season for our confidence, is really important with regard to beating one of the other top teams. You know, we see that we've played the other three top four teams and, and lost all three of them. So this is really crucial for our march into the finals. Mate, how big is the um, the effort going to be from your 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 top line players? Like Rico made a significant difference when he came on the pitch last week. Are you looking for them to play a bigger bigger part this weekend? Yeah, I think what we saw last week is that you know we can't go out as individuals and and so yes, Rico, but everyone needs to contribute. And I thought we were just a bit one out last week, and guys thought they could just solve it themselves and. And everyone was a ball carrier, but we need a lot more organisers and, and we need guys who can call space and then do the basics really well around the ball. You know, we know it's going to be a, a physically brutal night. So the, the collision contest around our carry, our clean, and, and how we can get offline and hit defensively, that'll go a long way to deciding who wins this game. Yeah, you spoke about decision-making. Is that a big decision why you've put Harry Plummer in at 12 and it uh, would have been a tough decision to make uh, leaving RTS out of it? Yeah, bang on the head, you know, Harry's sort of our glue guy at the moment and we do have threats all across the park, so we don't necessarily need another threat, we don't need another ball carrier, we just, we need someone who can talk and organise and, and he, you know, he's a plays a lot of first five as well, so his organisational skills and he's just been in really good form at 12, like he's, you know, he has provided a few nice touches, but he's, yeah, the, the working behind the scenes that he does and you know, you played a lot with a guy like Ryan Crotty, and I think Harry's trying to mould himself on someone like that, who not necessarily the superstar that runs out there, but everyone else plays better because he's out there. 
Dan, whereabouts do you see this game being played? Like, is it going to be a battle in the in the forwards? Um, you know, we know what the Crusaders can do, and they've been a little bit scratchy this year. But is that where this game this weekend for you guys as coaches is is being won? Yeah, that's certainly one area. Uh, we know what they they can do to our set piece when we don't quite get it right. Uh, and look, Fish Paul Tito's been he's been working really hard on this line out, and we've seen it just improve in leaps and bounds over the last six weeks. Uh, but yeah, I think that area. But as I said, the the physicality of like I know that when they reflected on the the game we won in Christchurch last year, you know their their coaches said they felt like they got beat up a little bit and they and they didn't win that physical contest so. They said that they believe that's a crucial part for them to to beat us, and then and then that obviously in the final that was a big part of it. They just they beat us up at crucial times. So look, I think it's going to be some guys putting a marker down on you know not just for Super Rugby and what they can do, but also showing that this game, which starts to get towards a test level rugby game, that that they can win that physical battle. How's Bodie's Achilles? Obviously, he had a tight Achilles last week, so he missed the game against Moana Pacifica. Not a bad thing. Gets another week to, to freshen up. Is he still experiencing a bit of tightness? And how do you unlock and allow Bodie to to play his type of game for for you and for you in the Blues? Yeah, look, his, his Achilles has not been. You know, it's a long term thing. He's, he's had this niggly Achilles um, during his time in the All Blacks and. Um, and it's actually been really good for most of the season. And then last week, um, just for something different, we went trained a little bit indoors, and it seemed to flare his Achilles up a little bit. So, um, so we won't be training indoors, no matter what, how much it rains. Uh, but yeah, so it was unfortunate. He was he was looking forward to getting a little bit of time at 15 as well. We we yep. put him in to play 15, and um, and we know that with his time there with the All Blacks, it's definitely something he has in the back of the mind. That, to play a bit as well so yeah it was unfortunate to get to play but you're right it keeps him fresh and, and now he's you know his body's feeling great um so yeah it's and as far as his game as i said before i think he's taken a lot of the burden in the early part of the season to to really drive our game and and what we've seen in the last month as he is starting to play a bit better rugby is that i think christy yeah. takes a bit more responsibility and, and the more rugby he plays with harry and and Zan Sullivan's given us a lot from the back as well uh, in the way that he kicks the ball and, and just his decisive nature of, you know, he wants the ball in his hands. So so taking some of that focus off Bowden's been crucial for us to sort of open up our game in general. Yeah, talk to me about that selection of Zan Sullivan. I think he's been outstanding every time he's, he's been given an opportunity. He's, he's relished and he's really, um, you know, cherished that, that opportunity. Uh, talk to me about his part of the selection as... You just elaborate. You just you spoke about it just there quickly, briefly. Um, is that all about unlocking um, Bowden Barrett to be able to allow him to do what he does? Is it more of a tactical kind of decision making, knowing what the kick and and you know being able to relieve the pressure from the back? Yeah, it's a bit of both. Bizarre. And he's look. He's um, when he's when he's playing good rugby, he's a big physical, a bit like yourself, is he? Bit of a threat at the back, as in he can just absolutely monster people. You know, he defends up in the front line, so allows us to push Bodie into the, the backfield on defence because uh, he's such a big boy. But uh, and then he's got this monster left boot, so we don't have too many left footers in our team. Um, you know, natural kickers, so uh, it definitely gives us that opportunity. We we had a situation where Stevie Perifetta had a had a wrist 
um, for the All Black, his All Black rest about a month ago, and then Zahn came in and he just played the house down. And then, you know, you're left with this dilemma as a coach: do you do you reward <laughs> the the performance from Zahn, or uh, you know, on the flip side, do you punish a guy who gets arrested because of All Black All Black uh, rest? So, look, we we brought Stevie back in. Unfortunately, he picked up a little shoulder niggle. So. Uh, I think you know he's going to be available next week, Stevie. So it gives us a bit of depth going into the finals as well. You know, you know that question. That's a that's an age-old question. A eh, eh, Dan, what do you do? That one, like, what do you do when you put a player in and, yeah. and do you replace? It? I'll tell you what you do. You pick the best team. It's that simple. So if he's playing good, keep him in there. That's my advice to you. <laughs> hey, look, you've got uh, Razor and um, Leon up against themselves, probably for the last time in Super Rugby. Uh, I guess for for a while. I don't know if they'll ever go back after being in the All Blacks. But mate, uh, the question I'm asking: What about you, Dan? Is you know, there's a number of jobs up for for grabs here in Super Rugby. Are you going to put your hand up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I look in coaching. You're just hoping that your job doesn't come up for you know, <laughs> as an option for someone else. You never know how far away you are. But um, oh, I really enjoy my time at the Blues. And, you know, we've got a, a really good group now and we've kept that group together for a number of years and, and seeing guys like Rico stick around and hopefully Aki wants to stick around. You've got Aki playing his hundreds this week. Um, and that just speaks to how long we're keeping this group together and it's something the Blues haven't managed to do. So, look, uh, I'll be with the Blues again next year and just, you know, we've sort of, hopefully we'll, we'll find a head coach along the way. I think there's a few teams in that. you got to break uh, some news here. Basket. you got to break some news. You're no, moving no. out. <laughs> hey, I've seen no, you in there, head roll, mate. You've, you've had a taste of it. Surely that's something on your radar. Oh, look, yeah, I think you'd be foolish in coaching to rush into anything. Uh, look, yeah. I really enjoy working with you know Craig McGrath and and Paul Tito. The three of us are like we'll be around. Tom Coventry's got to decide what he wants to do. TC's um, look, he's off to the World Cup with Samoa and. There's just so much movement in this World Cup year. It seems like every coach is moving around doing different things. So um, it's fortunately for us, we can all just focus on this season. And, and Leon's been really clear on that. You know, we, we all congratulated him for his moving to the All Blacks, which is you know just an awesome success for him. But you know what he's like. He's he's, he's pretty determined and competitive, and he's laser focused on this Blues team at the moment. Yeah, no, I can understand why he's been given that role up in the All Blacks, mate. He's outstanding. I love my time under 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 Rangi for one year, and then he ditched us and left to the Blues, which I couldn't believe. But that's okay. We won't bring that up, mate. Uh, this, this, the squad, the squad. Are you, are you settled on a squad now? Because we're only a couple of weeks away from the playoffs, and this for me, these decisions to put Harry at twelve and Zan at the fullback role, bar injuries, means that you, you you're getting close to settling on your on your full time strength squad. No, no, I wouldn't say that. You know, we've got, we've still got other guys who've come in and out and, sh- and shown form. And, um, you know, we've seen what Bryce Heen can do. You know, Bryce has been awesome when he's come on against the Crusaders. He was a big part of us, you know, fighting back against them at Eden Park when we played them. And, and we felt like we should have got the job done that night. And a lot of it was on the back of his hard work, um, his physicality down that inside channel. Uh, and a lot of other guys, you know, Rogers, you know, broke his hand and, and now he's just coming back. So uh, guys will be given opportunity to perform and 
and as you know, I've taken some notes. I got Kempi's advice to pick the guys who are playing really well. So we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to do that through the. Uh, You'd be a total success, whole... mate, if you do that. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, no, and we got like Kurt Eklund went out last week and he played eighty minutes, and you know he was he was back to some of his best rugby from last year. So you know him and Ricky and and Swanee got you know, they're putting up good performances at hooker and. Uh, and even James Tucker, he, he had an opportunity last week, and, and was he's really unfortunate to miss out on the 23 this week. So that competition is is crucial for us, you know. I mean, we see how much depth a team like the the Chiefs have got at the moment. So, you know, you need them all, and got to keep the wall going well. Hey, uh, just just a quick question before we get off: If you could turn back time, would you change anything with RTS? Oh, I thought you were going to bring up games when you beat me in Super Rugby. You, <laughs> no! no. Was, Come on, easy. let's let it go, mate. It was just one intercept throw <laughs> you took off me. Uh, no, no, look, RTS is... Look, I'll just take my hat off to him. He just works his ass off every day. Excuse my language, but he works his butt off. He's in there, He's and he's just so committed to being better at whatever he's doing. So, no, I don't think there's... Is anything we change, and we we're still very much committed to his growth, and we talked about that. You know, it's I guess is uh it's no longer about a really long term uh, project with RTS. It's about the here and now. But he still comes into work every day, and we work on his game, and that's you know that's all we can ask of any of our guys, uh, and like anyone who you know goes and changes codes. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of respect for the you know the challenge they take on, and. He's still very much committed to it in, in the middle of it at the moment. So, look, um, yeah, as I said, just a lot of respect for RTS and we're still working away and and uh, there's parts of his game we're going to keep growing, but also, you know, that return from a pretty decent hand injury has also held him back a bit. Wouldn't you have loved him to see him at the back with a bit of space, using that footwork, that speed? Oh, I just would have loved it, Daniel, but that's me. And I can say it, I'm not a coach, so I'll just have in mind a little say, but I would have loved to have seen him with a bit more space. But hey, he's been there and, and 12 is his position, mate. We appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your thoughts, and I'm not going to say it, but um, yeah, all the best. All the best on the weekend. I wasn't, wasn't going to say get good the luck, but all the best. Go and get the points, Dan. <laughs> uh, good chat, fellas.